Hey, it's Amelia Baker, and today I'm joined with Payne Walker. We're going to be doing a review on the new Netflix documentary, Athlete A. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. So what were your initial thoughts after watching this documentary? One of the first things that hit me was just how long this has been going on for. The fact that there were some girls who did report this and that he had sexually assaulted them all the way back in the 90s and that it was still not taken seriously then was just a big deal to me. It was as the documentary was saying, basically the FBI taking this report and just shoving it in a drawer and not doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, their whole job is to maintain justice and to protect us and they were doing exactly the opposite. I found it really scary seeing just how many people knew about the situation and knew that something was going on and just didn't say anything. Because it started off with one of the parents saying something to one of the coaches, who then said something to another coach, who was going to say something to so on, so on, so on. And just nobody spoke up and nobody did anything. All the way to the FBI, who, like you said, put it in a drawer, closed it off, and just didn't do anything about it. I found that so scary. Think about how many like smaller cases, like this is at an Olympic level, but think about just everyday people. That's exactly what was crossing my mind when I was thinking of that. It's if this is at an Olympic level, these are the group of girls that are representing our country. All mm -hmm. eyes are on them. They have some of the most attention any individuals have throughout the entire course of a year. Um, and it was not taken seriously. They were not being productive. They were literally put at jeopardy. And the fact too, one thing that spoke out to me watching the documentary was when they were looking through the email chain between mm -hmm. um, Steve Penny and Larry Nasser and the Carolies, and that he was asking them if he could just have basically an excuse for not being there. And yeah. they were tolerating his behavior. They knew what he was doing and they were aiding him in doing it. So I believe in the documentary, I believe it was the star that actually interviewed Steve Penny at an earlier time and when they had done an article, an earlier article, and there had been reports of over 54 coaches and reports made against them of sexual assault. And they asked Steve Penny how this was handled. What happens when there is a report made against a coach? How do you handle this? What is the process? And what stuck out to me was just that he blatantly said to them, we do not take it to the authorities. They have to have either the parent or the individual that was accused of it happening to sign off on it. And then they will start basically an investigation within the gymnastics realm, not even taking it to authorities. And that's just not okay. No, that's just a way for them to cover it up. And they didn't want it to be public. And that's very obvious throughout this whole documentary that they only cared about their image. Also talking about Steve Penny and carrying on this image, and that's all they really cared about, was Michaela, who made that Olympic team the next year when Maggie Nichols didn't. And they had her sign a non-disclosure agreement. I know that had to be so hard to think like you couldn't even talk about what happened to you. And it just goes to show that they were still only caring about that image. They weren't even taking all of these 
concerns and what had happened into consideration. They still were just trying to protect that image. And the USAG is at major fault for that. Yeah, for sure. Another thing that I forgot who said it, but I think it was one of the parents. They talked about these kids go, go to these camps at such a young age and are being abused from such a young age that by the time they come out, they don't know any different. So I'm sure half of them didn't realize that they were being abused until all these other people started coming out. That unfortunately is a more common theme, even outside of gymnastics. I know um, Mm -hmm. a history of when someone is sexually abused at such a young age, they actually can think that is normal and that that is what happens. And when they're older, they find out different and they had no idea. It's a miracle that these girls had each other and were able to talk to each other in this camp because what if Maggie didn't talk to Allie? Who knows if this case would have started as soon as it did and how many more victims there could have been. It could be an entirely different place. Mm-hmm. I found, so one thing I also didn't know um, before this documentary was about the Corollis and the camp. I had heard about this training camp before, but I thought it was kind of something that was in the middle of the city and it was a gym that these Olympians went to. I didn't realize that they went from such a young age and it was in the middle of nowhere where I'm sure nobody's around, there's no service, and they're kind of just left there to defend themselves against this abuser, which obviously people didn't know about or not to the level that it's known now. If you think about it, the parents who are sending their kids there, you know, they're sending them there to train for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. You would think it would be some big thing that they're not even having to think about. Oh, my daughter is potentially like being molested or treated terribly in these conditions. Yeah. And it's interesting to me knowing the history of what the documentary said between the Carolis and how some of those girls would have marks of her ring on their face. Yeah. And how she was physically abusive to them and mentally abusive to them. And knowing the behavior behind, obviously, Larry, Larry Nasser, it's, you wondered almost if there was a reason it was yeah. not in such a public place and that it was behind a closed door. In the documentary, it said that Larry Nasser knew that they were very tough coaches. So he would almost bribe the girls, he would give them candy. He'd be try to like befriend them and be super nice to them to earn their trust. And then he's the one that ended up abusing them. Yeah, it's like him sneaking candy and things like that underneath their pillows. Yeah. And it definitely was him trying to build that trust for them. And mm-hmm. I know some of the girls said this when they were telling their stories, but it's like he was the one friendly face that was there. Mm-hmm. He was the one nice individual that they worked with that... I think it was easier for him to almost make what he was doing seem like it was just part of medical treatment. And, you know, they wouldn't think he would do something to harm them. Another thing I found that was interesting was how in the documentary they talked about how Olympians, you know, used to be middle-aged women or older women and how it progressively got more and more into younger girls. And one thing I thought was interesting when they were talking about the Crowleys and kind of their origin story, they wanted these girls just to be more instead of individuals. They were trying to train to be the best gymnasts. They saw them more as things to control, 
to earn them that status, that wealth, and that fame. And it really just basically was objectifying them, and it was dehumanizing. And Very they much. really weren't looking out for their mental health. And then what did you like, dislike about this documentary when watching it? Um, I thought it was a great documentary overall. Um, some things I would have liked better about it was maybe if they went more into what happened exactly to Steve Penny and the Corollis. Mm-hmm. Because you saw Steve Penny getting questioned um, in front of all those senators at Congress and him using his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. But you figured he was going to trial as he was being advised by his, his attorney, as he said. But you really didn't know what ended up happening to him or the Corollis. And the Corollis even mentioned um when being asked if they knew that Larry Nassar would had been um reported for sexually assaulting one of the girls she straight up said yes mm-hmm. on that interview that public interview and I was like what happened to them and I feel like the documentary didn't give us enough of them really and then one other thing would be Larry Nassar it just seemed like it escalated really fast and some of the details were left out Mm-hmm. Um, basically how it went from he was, he had had several reports made about his name. They weren't taken seriously. And then out of nowhere, they had a search warrant, collected evidence, and all of a sudden he was at trial with several of the survivors telling their stories to him. And it just seemed like it escalated fast and it could have included more information on that. Yeah, I agree with that. So, like you said, it went from basically everybody covering it up, the FBI covering it up, to all of a sudden there was a search warrant, his house was being invaded, and then they found 37,000 images of basically child pornography in his house. Also, I would like to say the 37,000 images, that's where if they had just taken a few of those reports seriously at the beginning, all of this, so much of this, majority of these cases could have been prevented. And we know for a fact that there were several cases reported in the 90s. They could have saved almost 15 to 20 years of this harm. One thing that would have been nice too at the very end was them to acknowledge that this was happening at such a huge level. This was happening to Olympians. So more than likely this is happening to gymnasts all over, to athletes all over, at small gyms in the middle of nowhere, if it's happening at this high of level? I think it is. I personally had a friend when I was younger. She was a gymnast at a different gym than I was, but her coach actually got arrested in the middle of one of their practices in front of her for assaulting several girls on the team. Mm -hmm. She luckily was not a victim of this, but I remember it was very hard for her to go through. And that was just such a small local level in our town where we grew up that you wonder how many of these cases, how much of this is happening across the United States. Yeah, so I feel like they definitely should have added a little something or another at the very end just to be like, keep an eye out for your kids or your teammates or whoever, just because this could be happening to anybody. Yeah. It's like, what are they doing now? What is USAG doing now? What is the FBI doing now Mm -hmm. that is making this thing 
How do they how do they learn from this experience? Cool. Well, thank you so much for talking with me about this. I th thought it was a pretty good documentary. I know we had some critiques at the end, but overall, it was really it was hard to watch, but it was a good good watch. Yes, it was very eye-opening to what's actually going on. Very insightful. Well, thank you. Thank you for talking with me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too.